0: Welcome to the She Runs It podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole DeBoom. And Sarah
1: Ratcliffe. We are two successful female business
0: owners who have found strength, confidence, and community through fitness, and we want to share that gift with you. Join us as we talk about what really matters to active women. We can't wait to hang out with you. Now let's get started. Sarah, we're back. Nicole, Hi. (laughs) Oh my God! You sound happy. What's been going on? Uh, I'm having a podcast with you. Oh my well, gosh!
1: What's not I mean, to be happy
0: about that? I look forward to talking to you every <laughs> single opportunity I get. I'm a little less busy than you right now. That was the plan, but
1: it's coming. True. I did take over your company, so you know <laughs> this whole. You know, there's a lot to still be learned, but let me tell you. We have some amazing product coming out. Number one, we're continuing the work that you did in spring. So, here in a couple months, all the adorable stuff that you guys made is coming out. And then we're continuing it into fall. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. So,
0: like, what's really cool is to watch you become, you are like, you're becoming a fashion designer, basically. Like, people would always ask, So, do you design the clothing? And I'd be like, no, I'm not a designer, but at the end of the day, when you own the clothing company and you're giving the final approval on everything, you're basically the designer. You and I it's just true. don't have technical design skills. <laughs> I actually don't even That's know how to true. sew. <laughs> you? I do.
1: I grew up sewing. You should see, because oh, yeah. I was in 4-H because I'm so cool. I was also in band. Let's just, I just want to put it all out there, straight up nerd um, but yeah, I know I was in 4 H and I would actually compete in the fair. And my grandmother is a master seamstress. But I'll be honest, I actually don't like sewing. Not a fan. I've sewn. In fact, I'm gonna send you a picture. I made <laughs> I made a skirt, a shirt, and a vest, and they're in coordinating um their the fabric is either red with white hearts or white with red hearts. It's not stylish at all.
0: Can I ask if this had <laughs> you know, happened during your tenure at Disney? <laughs> no, I was like eight and <laughs> <It's> super awkward. <laughs> well, let me tell you that kind of combo might still apply today. It's
1: mm, let me send it to you. Maybe okay. we'll, <laughs> Maybe I'll we'll, change my mind. <laughs> you're going to be like, Ooh, wow. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why we pay someone else to actually sew and design the clothes, but we
0: oversee
1: the process. Right.
0: Yes. Yeah. And you're doing such a great job and it's so fun to watch you get you. stimulated by different parts of the business. And I can tell that, you know, the product line, the, you know, product function is something mm-hmm. that, that definitely stirs your juices a little bit.
1: <laughs> it do- It does. It does one. I didn't realize how, I mean, I've been a consumer of athletic apparel my whole life. And I didn't realize how much of an opinion I sort of had or just even um, a feel for it, you know, and I've learned a ton, though, just watching you. And I mean, and I think everyone knows this, but let's just say it again. It's the same team designing everything. We really have the the same team and the same company um, creating the fabric and, and sewing it. It's just that I'm leading the the charge instead of you, but I still consult with you often. To make sure I'm getting it right, so it's not that, you know, different for those of everyone who loves skirt. Um, it's not, it's not that different. So, it's been really, really fun to do all that. But we have something even more exciting today. This is new. It's questions from our listeners. Dun, dun, dun. So we have um, some different questions that have been posed to us on Facebook or maybe um, emailed to us or things like that. So we wanted to answer them.
0: Yes. So I think um, the way to do this is we'll just kind of roll with each question and just hammer it out until we've crucified ah. it to death and then we'll move on.
1: Yes. <laughs> Maybe well, not speaking, to death. We have 30 minutes.
0: <laughs> speaking Maybe. of clothing, um, I always I think this is a great one to start with. So yeah, there's this whole like I don't know, um philosophy around race shirts. Yeah, And what are some of the taboos about race shirts in general? So Somebody wrote us and said, what do you guys think? Can you wear your race shirt before you finish the race? So why don't you take that one first? What's your take on that?
1: I mean, I think you can. Um, I don't. In fact, I actually really like it when everyone kind of runs races in the race shirt. At Disney, people did it all the time now let's put the caveat in there are race shirts that say I did it
0: right finisher
1: finisher then no that's against the rules you can't wear a finisher shirt while you're racing I'm just saying do you have do you think the same or do
0: you have a different opinion totally agree (laughs) I mean I would feel really weird wearing a finisher shirt for a race I didn't finish wouldn't you feel like superstitious like
1: I'm breaking the universal laws of running and I'm not going to finish this race because I've jinxed myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. I mean, as a race director, of course you want to see people wearing your race shirt, but then maybe you shouldn't put finisher on it. Don't put finisher on it. Mm -hmm. No,
1: yeah, don't do that.
0: So we had at
1: Disney, everyone loved the I did it shirts. So, like, they would sell them. We would call it concert style, you know, where it's all laid out on a shirt and you just come in and it's like mass selling. So everybody loved those, but we would set up a tent in the finish line area as well, because some people were superstitiously would not buy them until they actually finished. And I remember, so I ran the Nike women's half. <clears throat> I ran a couple of times, but the first one, you didn't get your shirt at the expo as you finished the race they actually handed out your your finisher shirt, which so I think that I think we're not the only ones that feel that way
0: well, so here's the add on question do Do you wear a race shirt for a race you didn't do? Is that against the rules? No. If it doesn't say finisher, well, if it says finisher is, is it then in no, the race duh. is it
1: in the race or just like in general
0: well they didn't specify. I think we can <laughs> create.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I asked that because I'll give you an example. So I went to Jeff Galloway. He does a retreat and um, I think it was Tahoe. Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, right? Isn't that like the site of an Olympic training? Yes. Yeah. It was beautiful. But what they do, one of the things that you do is like, everyone brings a race shirt and then you trade so like they lay them all, they laid them all out. It was really cool. You laid them all out, and then you could like pick ones that you like. So I bought, I grabbed like a tank from, um, I think it was a rock and roll Arizona, which I never did, you know. But I love number one. I love the tank, and so I'll wear it all the time um, because. But there was like a meaning to it, so I didn't just like get a race shirt and w- wear it.
0: Well, so. there is this whole other. You know, we donate. And personally, I donate shirts and we donated mm-hmm. stuff at Skirt Sports and you might too. Yeah. And so I would say those are free and clear to be worn by the recipient of the donation Agreed. for sure. Yeah, You know, at the end of the day, I'm not sure it's so bad to wear a shirt <laughs> for a race that you didn't do because you're helping yeah. promote that race. That's true. I don't think there's anything
1: wrong with it. No. I, what I think is funny is that we all have an unspoken belief about race shirts, which so it's funny that it's been posed. I love it.
0: I don't know why I just thought of those shirts that say I'm with stupid. <laughs> 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 okay, moving on. Um, so I think we nailed that one. What mm-hmm. about this question? This is going to mm-hmm. be close to your heart, especially right now. Here it is to virtual race or not to virtual race. This is from a listener who is not loving virtual races, but kind of feeling bad about that. Yes. So maybe you can speak a little more on this topic of virtual versus in-person races and the pros and cons. Mm -hmm.
1: I would love to speak about this. So I want to share our most recent virtual race that we did um, it was our Women's Day 5K. So on the day of recording, today is March 9th. It won't be published March 9th, but the yesterday was International Women's Day. And so five years ago, when I left Disney and kind of started on my Zuma journey, I had conceptualized this idea of women running together across the world, right? And so actually that happened. Do you know we had runners from 28 countries? 28 countries all 50 US states running together um for international women's day it was so amazing we had photos from tokyo we had sweden australia um newfoundland i mean all these different countries it was so cool so to me that's a that's something you can't actually do i mean maybe at like one of the the races um like a um, world marathon major, you have all the all the countries coming together, but that's still in one place. That's not like all throughout the world. So for me, that's a really cool way um, to do it. Um, I think also virtual races give the opportunity to do something like if 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 travel prohibits, like budget or things like that, um, it can be expensive um, to travel places and race. I think virtual races give visibility, um, or or access where budget doesn't necessarily allow, let's say. Um, so I like that, or like for a good cause, I don't know if you know this, but I work with Sesame Street as well. So we've helped them do a virtual run um, that raises money for Sesame Street and all the good work that they do. So those kinds of things I love, right? Raise money, it's not an expensive thing to do um but i get it like to be honest as a, especially in the pandemic i don't really want to do any more virtual races <laughs> like can we just bring them back but i think it's okay like to feel how you want to feel about it that races are so special because you come together as a community and like you're there and there's an energy that simply cannot be recreated when you're running around your block or wherever else it is. So I get that. And whoever is feeling bad about virtual races, I don't think you should like, it's cool if you don't like them. I don't know. How do you feel, Nicole?
0: Well, I think for people who are like super competitive and like really setting a goal for a race where they want to achieve something like a place or a time virtual races suck. Because yeah. they're not, you can't race against, you can be like on Strava, but then I've heard that like yeah. two people can like have Strava at the same time and it's a different result and it's not yeah. perfect. Right. right. Um, so I think for, for the ultra competitive that they are difficult, I think they give you something to do which is probably going to roll into one of our next questions Um, to keep yourself moving forward during times that are a little bit crazy. I actually have um, a participated in the Zuma virtual races. And then recently even locally did this crazy weird virtual race that my friend was like, Hey, it's my birthday. You want to do five (laughs) events in three days? And it's like 30 (laughs) hours of blah. It wasn't really 30 hours. It was five Mm -hmm. hours, but like it was, a you know, Those are fun to jump into, but here's the deal. I did them with friends. It was just like a small group. You're outside, so you feel safe during a pandemic. So here's what's really interesting, though. Virtual races started before the pandemic. They've been going on for years, right? We know this. So what happened during pandemic is just that everything went virtual. And we're not just talking races. We're talking seminars, trade Everything. shows, like, ugh. So we're all kind of over it. So my yes. take would be I prefer in-person. Virtual is great as like a stopgap, um, but, you yeah. know, you really want to make something big happen in your life. There is no greater feeling than crossing a physical finish line, having somebody call your name, being handed a finisher token, and yes. eating all the food at the post party. That's right.
1: Let's get back to that. Yeah, let's get I back I would like to put in that we are coming back. Zuma, we have our races. Cape Cod, Amelia Island, Texas Wine Country, and Bermuda coming up this fall and spring of 2022. So we're coming back.
0: Yes. Which is insane. And we're going to do a whole episode on the destinations. That's coming soon. As soon as like we're closer to opening yeah. registration, right? Yes. So that let's move crazy. on to then a yeah. question that sort of flows from this, which is how do I fit in my own fitness when I'm managing my family during this pandemic? Sarah, do you want to start? <laughs> <laughs> um, you
1: don't. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, so, okay. Okay. I'm not a good example because I haven't done well with this, Um, but I believe there's a reason that Peloton has done amazingly well. And some of these at home, um, some of these at home, you know, workout things have, have done well because there is a ton of content now that's available. So you can get really anything that you want. Um, from a workout perspective online much of it free or at a low cost and um i oh let me also say that i own this community called zuma <laughs> we are an online community that will help you stay sane it will help you get your fitness in like we're doing our fitter stronger faster challenge we have a love run challenge we have a summer challenge like All of those kinds of things that are like great community related, give you good things to work out. We have a, we have a coach, all those things. Um, so I think, um, it's, you need some accountability. Like it helps to have an accountability or a community to sort of report back to. Um, and then I think it's less about like, how do I get the content? Because the content's available now. It's how do you commit the time? Right. You really just have to be very clear with your boundaries and say, I am working out at this time, you know, and and not, I think, expect miracles, but even just a few times a week to get in will, I think, make you feel so much better. So that would be my thoughts is find people to be accountable to um, make the time for yourself. And then once you've done that, you know, finding the content should be easy. What are your thoughts, Nicole?
0: You know, I, I love that. I think that strategy is spot on. I'm going to just sort of add or dig a little yeah. deeper. I'm going to say on your calendar every week, put an appointment for yourself in a specific color code so you know that's your workout, purple or green yes. or whatever. And that is when you do your workout. And make it happen. And this is something that you said in a previous podcast episode. There is a thing called ruthless prioritization. (laughs) You prioritize yourself. So that has to happen. The easy thing for us to do is to become martyrs and go, but my kid needs me. I'm not going to take care of me. And it's hard. And now I'm not motivated. I missed my window. You know how many times I've said, I missed my window? Uh Uh-huh. Um and this applies to pooing as well. <laughs> I tell you there's something about missing your poop window is. which is really really annoying for your whole day. Yeah. Side subject. No one asked about that. I just wanted to bring it in of course. <laughs> well it's
1: hard to get it back like once you it's can't, back no. up in there. It can If you have if you don't
0: poop out. when you usually poop, you're done yeah. for the day. I mean or you're screwed up at night. Anyway, don't miss your poop window. <laughs> 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 ruthless <laughs> prioritization. Oh my God, I love this. But, um, you know, I think that's really the big thing is you, you actually will really benefit from getting your key stakeholders on board too. So whether that is your life partner or your buddies, like you said, your accountability people, those people who are going to have your back, Mm -hmm. um, I remember when I was, uh, you know, still rocking and rolling skirt sports and we were in it maybe 10 years in and I just would get really fidgety like an hour into a meeting. And I remember our other Sarah, uh, previous president of skirt, she said to me one day, I said, Sarah, what's wrong with me? Like, am I just Uh like, you know, ADD? She goes, I just think you're not really an office person and (laughs) you've got to go move. And I was like, I find, I have consent. I yep. have buy-in and she's going to support me doing that. And that like takes a lot of the emotional pressure off of it you. You can't do it. Right. Yep. Cause you know, you'll be healthier. So, you know, there is no magic bullet. We're not mm-hmm. going to tell you that it's easy to fit your own no. fitness in. You just need to make, make it a priority. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and, you know, I will say, so as far as like vigorous exercise, you know, or lifting weights or things like that, I've not really been, been great at that, but I will say um, to your point, the fidgety, like I love to walk. And so I'll take my phone calls outside. I'll just go walk. And again, I know I'm blessed to be in Florida. It's nice and warm here. I can be outside all the time, but um, I don't, I don't sit, I'm, I'm moving um you know whenever i i kind of can be to help not only manage kind of like getting out and and that movement goal but um but also uh mental health wise you know getting outside getting vitamin d those kinds of things i think help as Love well it. so okay. which i think segues directly into our next question which is do you have
0: tips for letting go of the day's stress ooh well i currently don't have that much stress <laughs> But I used to. to.
1: Sell your business. That is the tip from Nicole. Sell your business and then your stress level reduces.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Boom. That is it. To be honest, I think there are a few things that we all benefit from and we can even go back to the mindfulness episode, which- You know, that is just a really quick and easy tip. If you haven't listened, you should. Adina Crawford's amazing. And um, you just need a few minutes to literally just yeah. breathe and just recenter yourself. Yeah. But, you know, I think also this question sort of makes it seem like we build up stress and pressure throughout a day, kind of like the old workday attitude, which a lot of people feel yeah. in a hybrid mode or a transition mode. And then you come home and you've got this buildup of stress. And where does it usually go? It just sort of like barfs out on your family, which Mm -hmm. is not a good situation. So, do you you look like you were ready to jump in with some kind of magic tip? Am I? Oh, I was. Yeah, you were. I saw it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was actually, I was going to talk about our podcast with Adina about mindfulness because that was really life-changing for me. I was like, oh, you don't have to do an hour of yoga to like be stress-free. You can literally just center yourself for a few minutes, focus on your breathing, um, and, and let go of the day's stress. I, I will say, um, one thing that I've also come to understand is, um, that I always feel like my plate is, is full. Right. And, and I thought. Oh well, if I just leave my corporate job um, and start my own business, life will get easier right uh, if I just you know made enough money to pay the bills i I will it'll get easier but it doesn't really I've come to understand it's a choice in a lot of ways of of saying to myself, okay, you did enough today let the rest of it go and and also trust that you did the right things that day and that the rest of them will get done tomorrow and it's okay to let go of, of the stress. It's, it'll get done. It's okay. And, and if it didn't get done, it didn't need to be done. It's, you know, there's so many of those like, Oh, well it has to be done perfectly. And it doesn't actually, if, if it's a higher level priority, this goes back to ruthless prioritization. If it has to get done, it'll get done. If it, doesn't have to get done you maybe you'll do it or maybe you won't but that doesn't mean that you're lazy procrastinating uh, unable to you know do all the things you need to do it just meant that it wasn't actually that important and that's cool let it go
0: breathe and be done let it go breathe and be done (laughs) I will say a little bit of physical movement always helps reset so that's a good point some people, this is not for everyone. Some people literally need to come in and sit in a quiet place and meditate and do an hour of that. But, um, I think we all are, we learn as we get older, what does help us. So don't discount your own gut feeling there for me. If it's even just 10 minutes of a fast walk, something big, Yes, there is a point in every workout where your brain lets go of shit. Yes, And then the new positive energy can come in. So if you can hit that point and then just back it off, I think that might be my top way to let go of stress. And you hey. never regret doing it. You definitely no. can regret not doing it.
1: it. I'm so glad that you said that because that was something I also learned from Jeff Galloway as well when I had gone into business uh, for myself and I would just, I would share with him like how... I didn't know what I, I there was, was coming at me for so many ways. How do I balance this, Jeff? And he was like, at even just 10 to 15 minutes of movement, go walk, go even, even running 15 minutes, uh, walking 15 minutes, whatever it is, it, it the blood flow, it, it does, it literally resets it. So I think, you know what? I need to remember that. I yeah, forget it's a, that.
0: It's like a walking yeah. meditation. It's kind of like we're making up our own method.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it it well but your body it's true. it 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 releases different hormones it actually allows you to think differently so i yeah. love that
0: so get the Great. positive endorphins going you know yeah. do we have time for one more or we need to rock one.
1: it i think how about we do the um ideas for healthy easy to make food for busy women yes. and i'm going to throw that to you cuz again i'm a i'm a failure on that side
0: Oh my gosh, you're not a failure because we all have different. Well, here's the key word healthy. And I guess the other thing is easy to make. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, I would say we all want food that makes us feel energized, not the opposite. What we reach for yeah. is food that makes us feel the opposite or energized yeah. for like one minute of instant gratification. Um, for me, it's really interesting over the past like decade, I crave vegetables in the middle of the day. I need my greens and I need vegetables. I don't need another freaking piece of peanut butter toast yet. I often do reach for the peanut butter toast, which isn't horrible. Um, but I would say a really awesome thing is to invest in a decent blender, and get yourself some smoothie supplies. Because if you throw, I remember back in the day, I had um, a mentor in Laura American, the founder of Laura Bar. She's huh. A- and uh i watched her build that business and i was just getting ready to start skirt sports and they were like sponsoring me and i remember going over and having lunch with her but i'd be like what'd you have for breakfast and she's like i took a huge handful of greens and threw it in the blender and then i threw this mm-hmm. that whatever and i was like greens in the yeah. blender in your smoothie i mean now it's a thing but you can yeah. make the most amazing energizing smoothies that can really carry you yeah. I need a little bit of solid food alongside them. So I always just like to have a Lara bar or, you know, even a little bit of that peanut butter on some kind of yummy cracker or something does help me, but those are easy to make if you have a good supply, you know, a good blender and you have all those yummy foods on hand. Um, I would say my, one of my other tricks is that I do a lot of batch cooking on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And that is not necessarily quick. This didn't say quick. It said easy to make healthy and easy to yep. make. But if yep. you can roast a massive tray of veggies, you can have it every day at some meal and throw it on greens, make it a salad, throw it on mm-hmm. top of a pasta, put it on this. I mean, that can go a long way. That's a, long a great side. idea. They yeah. keep like through the week. Totally. And you can, what you do is at the grocery, you just pick up whatever's on sale that week, not rancid, but you know what I mean? Like, so in the winter, you're getting like turnips and beets and, you know, root,
1: root, Well, asparagus,
0: carrots. Yeah. Asparagus. Totally. Carrots. I mean, roast a whole tray, roast a whole bag of carrots. I love roasted. I
1: love carrots. roasted carrots.
0: And then you can throw. <laughs> vegetables.
1: Is, I've never thought about batching them. Yeah, batch
0: them. One of those big roasting trees. Today I'm going to finish my batch from this, you know, a few days ago here. But yeah, I mean, I think that's the trick is in order to keep yourself healthy, you usually have to plan ahead a little bit. Yeah. And so when you can't plan ahead, do something like quick and easy, really healthy smoothies. They don't have to be fat free by any means throw avocados in there, throw nut butters in there, you know, all kinds of stuff, but it's the batch cooking that really saves me. I like that idea. Well, um, I will, I will share a few of my tips. Um, I
1: am gluten free, not by choice. Um, so I've really, I have to be very careful, um, with, snacks and things like that. Um, and I, and I tend to, my body responds better to, um, heavy protein, um, those types of things. So I actually bought, um, I have a, I do a lot of hard boiled eggs and there you can buy this little timer, like a little egg timer that'll cook. Cause I'm never good at like boiling them. Right. So you have this little egg timer and you set all your little eggs in there and you pour your water in and it'll cook them. I don't know. You hit go and then it cooks them in, I don't know, six minutes. And then it goes beep when it's done. So that's great. I'll just throw those in the, um, in the fridge and let them be cold. And you can kind of take them with you or not. I like um, the baby bell cheese. So those are like 60, I think they're 60 to 80 calories, but very filling, which I love. Um, I'll do pumpkin. So, you know, nuts can have a lot of good protein, but they can also be heavy calories, heavy fat. Pumpkin seeds have the same kind of like um, protein content, but are not as heavy. Um, you know, you can have like six cashews and you've hit a serving size versus you can do a, a quarter cup of pumpkin seeds. And um, so you feel like you're getting a little bit more. Um, so I love that. And you can get like spicy roasted ones and things like that. So I'll do a lot of those. Um, and you can buy, I it's hilarious, Nicole, because I'm sure you being a vegan, you're like, what
0: is all this stuff? <laughs> not like I've never eaten it before well pumpkin seeds are vegan it's not
1: what your body consists of right or what what you're eating it consists of per se but um I buy a lot of uh they have like turkey pepperoni sticks or just even basic um pepperonis that again easy to grab and I love um salads So you need to buy the big things of greens and then you can just, to your point, take all the roasted vegetables, take your protein sources, your nuts, whatever it is, throw it on there, and then you have, you know, some solid protein vegetables and
0: then but it's pretty easy to make. You know, so, I think one of the big tricks is the night before at dinner, make enough for your serving for lunch tomorrow. Cause yeah. we forget to do that. We eat it all. And then we're like, Oh crap. I wish I had made extra. Cause this is perfect for lunch. Just yeah. make extra, put it in the fridge before you yeah. even start your dinner and know that that's tomorrow. That's a great point. Boom. Nailed it. Done. Um, Sarah. Yes. I actually have a takeaway. <gasps> Are we done? We did
1: it. We did we are, our first. Yeah, because I actually, yeah. you know, my son needs his computer back for, <laughs>
0: <laughs> for home school. Sarah's <laughs> business computer right.
1: slash. Well, we bought him a computer for Christmas, but it's not, it won't work with his like online stuff. Um, For some reason, it's not working well. So he uses mine
0: all the time. <laughs> I love it. This is, you know what? This is how we make it happen. It's, it's life. Well, so then here, here's my takeaway. Away? Yes. There is no bad question, only the regret of not asking it. Yes. So ask us questions. Send us emails. Send emails to Sarah um, from the Skirt Sports or Zuma site. Send one to me, Nicole at NicoleDaboom.com.
1: Yes. Um
0: post them on our social media, message us. Just ask us questions. Yeah. What do you want to hear? Whether we answer it yeah. or we get an expert to answer it, we will do our best because this podcast is all about you.
1: Yes. This is fun too. We we definitely need to do this this episode again. Nicole and Sarah answer all
0: life's big questions. <laughs> Ask us the big ones. All right. I think that's it for today. Let's get your, uh, we want your son to, um, Oh yeah. It's math class. We're going to enter. We've got to do math class right now. So he's probably
1: ratios or something. And I just want to give a shout out again to all of our listeners that, that we're getting so much amazing feedback. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in, um, to hear what we have to say. We love your reviews. We love your, um, thoughts and comments. Um,
0: and we're so glad you're here. And no. the Zuma races will be opening for registration soon. They are. And yeah. skirt sports. We still have some product left from the uh, winter launch, which launched the beginning Ew. of this oh. year. Not a whole lot left. So get on it and you can use the code yeah. pod 15 for 15% off. That's right. All right, everybody. I think we nailed it. Sarah.
1: Nicole over and out. We'll see you next episode.